What's up? Welcome to the weekly drop episode 12. We're just scooting right along. We're at 12. I'm kind of thinking we're killing it, but I might be biased, so I'm not really sure. Fair enough. Thoughts? (laughs) That is a good thought. Comments, concerns. No, that's my thought. I want to know your thought. I have a good thought. I agree with you. All right. That's going well. So what's up? My name is Erica. My name is Michael. And we are best friends who date. We live together. All that good stuff. We just want to talk to you about, I mean, life and some pop culture and whatever else is going on in the world. And right now there's a lot going on. Yeah, and we are active. We are very active. It's fun. It's a good time. If you want to be active with us, follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Drop Pod. That's P O D. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Weekly Drop. Thanksgiving just passed. Yes, Erica, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. I spent it with you and your family. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and my parents got to come over, which was super awesome. And it just felt like a big family gathering. There was a lot of people and an obnoxious amount of food. Oh my gosh. Like, low-key unnecessary amount of food yeah so i saw i mean when we first walked in i saw the trays set up but it was just like the water with the little candle underneath to keep stuff hot but nothing had been laid yet but i saw what was being prepared and i'm like is there enough like is there enough there was what i think there was five tables full of just food not people yes and then there were backups for those foods Plus desserts, plus whoever brought oh something gosh. else. You had to like fit it on the table. It was really awesome. Very grateful for the food and the family and the wealthiness of happiness. Is that Ooh, the is wealthiness that of happiness? Happiness. That sounds like it's plentiful. <laughs> a bunt, a bunt, a bunt, a bunt, mm. a bunt. Baseball. <laughs> Here's a bunt cake. Uh, what was your favorite food whole night? Ooh. No, this is not me trying to goat you into saying it was my dish, but. What, what was did your you make? Food? Oh, oh no. sorry! Wow, the no. disrespect. It was very good. It was very good. Um, well, he made mac and cheese, so it was very good. My favorite dish is the lovely Carnegie Sal. Oh, you stole mine! It's so freaking good. But I'm gonna since you're gonna do the Carnegie Sal, I could switch. I could pivot. Well, I want to also add in there were some shells that had like there this we go. cheese in it, and I think it had spinach in it, and it just was. Chef's, chef's kiss. kiss i don't know if they bought it and if they did i don't care i heard rumors it was homemade that's wild and i need to hang out with that person more okay. because it was so good Fair okay enough. besides the Carnegie sal what was your favorite um let's go to like uh little hors d'oeuvres and like side dishes we had these garlic bread twists <gasps> yes and they were like rosemary with some garlic um a couple other things in there and they were twisted obviously when baked and they were so airy and fluffy and I want like 10 more. Yeah. And your mom made those. Oh, yeah. yeah she you did. forgot? <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, mom. Yeah. She made those and she was explaining how she like seasoning is important. It's always important. She like seasoned the inside of the bread, like the doughy stuff. And then as she baked it, she put more on the outside. So it was like you're getting all this flavor. It was abundance. W- abundance. Abundance. Not abundant. Abundant full of so much flavor. <laughs> I don't like that word, so I'd like to say that. Okay, deal. Um, also, it was just, it was fun. We played a bunch of games that, oh, yeah. thanks to Quincy, um, one of our friends, 
he brought all these games to Friendsgiving. So we were like, yes, we need to go cop those. So we went over to Ross, uh, the store, which is where we found it at. And we bought two of those games and they were a hit at Thanksgiving. We were taking shots of Coquito, uh, some shots, shots of, of water, water and juice. juice. <laughs> and it was fun. And um, everyone got to play. If, if uh, said child was playing, they were drinking water, water obviously. Yes, it was a water house. <laughs> but it was fun. And my mom got a little lit and she's so cute when she gets lit. She's <laughs> and just, then she cheats. And at, she cheats during trouble. trouble. Yeah. So if you play the game Trouble, just don't, don't cheat. Don't cheat because because then you'll have two sore losers talk about it. Because she won, and that's what right. irritated and me the I most. And then I lost. Henceforth, sore loser. Yeah, I'm like, if she would have not won, I would I would have been it go. rectified. Yeah. It would have been like okay, it evened out. Yeah. No, woman was the first one to win, and I was like, dang it. Yeah, I came in third, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It wasn't okay. that great. But we had a quick 24-hour turnaround right after Thanksgiving. There was no time to just munch on leftovers and vegetate on the couch. We were back and at it. What did we do? <sighs> um, we went to the gym. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. we did. We, we did, we though. Did. So good for us. But we went to Doja Cat, the Scarlet Tour yes. in Tampa. And when I tell you, that was one of the best experiences in my life. Okay. I would I would like to go on record and say that was one of the top five concerts I've personally ever been to. Yeah. And obviously I have my bias because I knew the album. We've listened to it through and through. So I'm reciting the words with Doja Cat. But the show she put on between mm-hmm. the dancers, the uh, pyrotechnics, because there was fire oh that gosh. just randomly showed up. Everywhere. And then uh, the light show. It, it was amazing. It was... <sighs> So I didn't expect any less than what we were given. Okay. Um, and it still exceeded my expectations. It blew my expectations out the water. And it was it was kind of minimal when it comes to like set design and stuff like that, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, so when we saw Drake and yeah. Drake was amazing, yeah. he had like all these floating things, things. floating around. And well, well, and that brings me into one of my points because she did have uh, some floating things and I wanted to talk about that because I put that as one of the more bizarre moments of the concert which it kind of wasn't because of the theme of the album with spiders and stuff. Yeah. But there was a point where there was an animatronic animatronic spider just floating around. But it was so cool. And you know what I realized? So we were off to the side watching this concert and I had a friend that actually was, that had floor seats. And so he took a picture from like dead Dead on. What? The spider looked like it was like floating over him. It looked so cool. So I was like, dang, to see it from that side must've been awesome. But even just seeing it where we saw it, it looks so cool. cool. I was nervous for her though. Cause she's right under the spider and I'm like, please, if that spider falls on her. Yeah. If you uh, suffer from arachnophobia, might not be the show for you or the album i was gonna say it might not be the album no. her tattoos Just avoid. <laughs> yeah so um it was a lot of fun i couldn't really tell you one of my favorite moments from the concert because i thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing and I mean, I I'm, tried pulling that information out of you. I'm like, well, what was your favorite part? And you kind of just glossed oh. over it and kept scrolling through videos of the concert. And uh, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, but you kind of put it on other people to take videos because you're still standing by living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I also, for the most part, did for this concert, but I took a little bit more initiative to save some of those memories because I knew you were having such a good time. And this is a sidebar because the iPhone 15 Pro Max and Pro, the camera quality on it is 
unbelievable. Dog, we are not sponsored. And I would try to sell this phone to everyone because yeah. I'm so glad we got it before this concert. Because yes. these are some crispy videos. It's like, like we're we, front row. Oh, it's like we're professionals. Yeah. And I was like, I want to sell this to TMZ. Do they want it? I don't know. But they might. They might. They, they, might. they might. But it was awesome. Like just all the recordings. I want to say thank you to you and your sister, Alana, because you guys took all the videos. One thing that was really cool that I talked about with this concert, I love seeing artists... Um, go through the journey they go through. So Doja Cat talks a lot about how she started out, she made Moo when she started out yeah, on which, IG Live. When that played out during the concert. Yeah. And it was very quick when it played, but the entire crowd went nuts for it. Oh yeah, it was Which amazing. is so funny to me. So um, she did Moo, then she made, she kind of stepped into the limelight. She made these two pop albums, Hot Pink and um, Plain of Her. And then after that, she went ahead and made Scarlet. And she talks about how she kind of did quick cash grabs with the other ones. And although, yes and no, because some of the other songs on those two albums are fantastic. Yeah, Woman being one of them. Yes, but I do understand what she's saying. And then she made this album, and it's like a rap R&B album where she's just like 100% herself. So I got the opportunity to bring my friend Kyler with me to this concert. And me and Kyler saw Doja Cat in 2021, I believe it was, in Vegas. We went to like a festival she was at. And she killed it. She had all these viral videos going around. I mean, her butt was moving. Her fits were fire. Like just the whole show. She's fantastic live. And so I was like, oh, I know this concert's going to be A1. She was so different, this concert, in a way that you could tell that she loved every moment of this. Yeah. Not that she didn't put her all into Vegas, but like she is becoming the artist she wants to be Instead for herself. Of the artist that they created her. Exactly. So it's like she wore what she wanted to wear. She was in the songs. Like I just felt her emotions and you could tell she wanted to be there. One of the things I always talk about is when I seen Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw him one time. I was right next to the stage and this man was just he going was through there, the motions. Except for one part and it was when it was an acoustic breakdown and he was basically it was like a like a vibe session with the band it's just him and it was almost like there's a there's a, always a reference i like to do um in one of the baseball movies so i guess we're talking about sports this week anyway Yay. but uh they say clear the mechanism and it's just you and everything kind of just clears out and it's you living in the moment and kind of taking everything in and it seems like that's really what he just did and he acted like he wasn't performing a concert he was just playing music with friends around him yeah and so that's kind of where I think Doja is at now at this point is she's but for free. the entire concert yeah. like it was like the whole that, duration that's her concert she's having fun that's her baby you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying and then um so that was just awesome to see and I'm glad I got to experience that with my friend Kai because we saw the first show together right. and we both were like yo she really did like change she changed. and she's so good but for the better yeah and before we talk about the opener i do want to talk about the merch truck <laughs> oh the merch truck was awesome the merch truck was so cool so it was like this hot pink merch truck i'll put it up when i post stuff on instagram and it said illuminati but naughty was like naughty naughty, naughty girl you know so i got this awesome camo hat that says illuminati across the top and then i also got this this shirt um that you got as well that i'm wearing right now is, do you are you really i am oh i almost put mine on but my dog got a little spot mm. on it so yeah i'm wearing it 
Um, but it says, I effing hate Doja Cat. And it bleeps out like the U, but it's with a spider. And then on the back is the album cover. And it's so cool. And it's funny because it's obviously a troll towards everybody and herself. And so you wore it out when we went out that night. Yeah, and I had so many people come up to me, which first off, if you guys know me, I hate being the center of attention. Yeah. <laughs> I like to just kind of float behind the scenes and narrate what's going on. Uh, so many people came up to me and they're like, oh my God, you hate Doja Cat. And I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Uh, no, this is the merch from the concert. Look at the back. Ah, ha, ha, album cover. Love there we her. go. And I keep it moving. And yeah. I had to, and I'm saying it like this because I literally got to the point around two 30 in the morning in downtown Tampa and St. Pete where I couldn't do it anymore. And they're like, you really, you hate Doja. And I, to the point where I just spun around and I was silent, pointed at my back and went album cover. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you have to just say, it's merch. It's merch. Yeah. That way they would get it. But it was so funny. And honestly, oh, they're like, oh, oh. she trolls her fans like that too. Like we have to explain that we love Doja Cat because mm -hmm. we don't actually hate her. So we got that um, from the merch truck. Your sister got this awesome sweater that like every time you look at it, you find something new. It's full of Easter eggs. It's amazing. And then um, I believe that was all we got from there. Yeah. But there was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and we hit the merch truck pretty hard, but the merch truck itself was awesome because of all the pictures and stuff on it. And we took pictures there. As well. yes. I think we took pictures pretty much anywhere we possibly could. And I was going to tell you, I feel like the aesthetic for this tour in particular was the most true to an album in recent memory. Yeah. Because, I mean, we saw The weekend and the stage design kind of matched the vision he was going for, but the songs he played didn't really match the set design. Yeah. And then we saw Drake and that was all over the place. But I mean, he's also doing a tour spanning music from 2011 to now. So I get that. Same with Taylor Swift. Uh, I think Beyonce is probably the next closest with Doja to being like a, a tour that's true to what they were trying to portray with Renaissance. Yeah. But the theming, for this album and it being her most concise piece of work, I feel like this was, it was a masterpiece. It, it was, was, it was crushed. It was so good. And, um, we got the awesome opener of Dochi. Dochi. Tampa's finest. Yes, yeah, she's from Tampa. So that was like a whole different energy while we were there because she opened the show and obviously she's from Tampa, Florida. It's her homecoming so show. We were all like, ah, and everybody was going crazy. And then when Doja comes out, it was like 10 times more. Yeah. But um, I talked about this last episode, how I was supposed to interview Dochi and it, it didn't happen. Um, and it was very interesting because... I think everything happens for a reason, but just crazy things happen to me. So yeah. before we talk about our experience at Bush Gardens, I am going to talk about this okay. situation. It needs to be talked about. Yeah. So, um, but actually before we talk about that, can we just talk about how Dochi deserves to be an open, not an opener, a main event? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So I don't know where you want to fit in talking about her actual performance, but when we do get to that point, oh, we can talk about that first. Okay. So first, she, I, I don't know if it was just because she's home in Tampa, but she owned an entire arena, yeah. not an amphitheater, not a small little venue, an entire arena worth of people were screaming the entire time. It was insane. And I don't know too many songs from her, but I think out of the songs she played, I, I think I knew three of them. Yeah. And she just ate down every single song. There was this really cool part where she wrapped her arm around her head and put the mic on the other side of her mouth upside down and just 
rapped consistently. It was crazy. Didn't was miss crazy. a beat. Didn't step on a word. Like I was like, how is this girl doing this? And she would put herself in these weird positions and just kill it. Mm-hmm. So she was obviously doing that. She was dancing. Yeah. And um, my she, my favorite part. Sorry to interrupt. My favorite part is they played a montage of her as a child. I was just about to talk about talking that. Talking <laughs> about and go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, you go got ahead. it. You got it. Uh, and she talks about her name and kind of plays off a joke of her last name. And then she basically. While recording this, she couldn't have been what twelve. She was fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. She's like, I remember my name because I'm gonna be famous. And then it pans away, plays a little bit more of her childhood videos, and then we see her now in the position she's in. And it's like, wow. And we get to be a part of that moment, which is yeah. Cool. And she spoke it into an existence. She it's, sure did. It's funny because she did what we all do, where you're like, I'm gonna be famous. I, you know, I'm just kidding. And she was like, No, but for real, I'm gonna be famous. Yeah. And that is Ten exactly. Toes down. What she is, her dancers. Oh, I love an artist that gives it up to their dancers. Like they're not just background dancers; they are the moment as well. Mm-hmm. There were four guys on stage that ripped, ripped. You couldn't even really keep your eyes off of them. No. Every single movement they did was fluid. It was like I don't know if you can find Dochi's performance online. I say go watch it yeah. because her dancers just tore it up. And it's funny because I was staring at Dochi and I was thoroughly, obviously, enjoying yeah. the show. But I, my eyes just kept going to the dancers and I was just like, wow. I think the only time I panned away from the dancers because obviously you and I, we watch like dance videos sometimes yeah. and we're just so into like that culture. Um, they did a close-up on her face while she was singing one of the songs. And we looked at each other and we were like, holy she's beautiful she's gorgeous and it was like jaw dropping it was wild but yeah. then and then they pan right back to the dancers and we're like oh, oh yeah 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 the oh they're dancers. getting it they're getting it um i think now that we've talked about the performance and preface the dancers in particular <laughs> you can now enter this next portion of the story okay so um i was supposed to interview her and that didn't happen so we go to bush gardens which we'll talk about in a little bit and we go to ride the iron guazi and a group of 10 people, right? They have express lanes and then regular lanes. Yeah. We just had regular tickets. So we're about to get put into the lines to go onto the ride. And this group of 10 people show up. And I know, Mike, you were saying that you were like, oh, can you just like let us by really quick? So I, I was talking to the ticket lady because obviously this group was large. It was 10 people. And I'm like, man, it's just the five of us. We've been sitting here for, it was like 40 minutes at that point waiting in the normal line. And they preloaded the prior ride, so it was almost like them getting on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we could just go towards the front. So I was already chickening out, which we'll talk way more about this in depth here in a few, but I wanted to be closer to the front, and she kind of just turned her attention away from me, and I was like, oh, man, they're going to get to go first, and they're definitely going to get put in the front. What was cool and what caught my eye immediately was they were all wearing Doja Cat and Dochi merch. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they probably went to the concert. And then this is kind of where the story gets wild. Yeah. So we get in um, like three separate lines and we end up being behind them in three separate lines. Uh, And I'm looking at all the their shirts and sweaters and I'm like, oh, that's Dochi. I was like, that's that's her merch. So I'm like, wow, that's really nice merch. Because when we got the merch outside, it was just Doja Cat merch. Once you go inside, it was both mixed together. And you were wearing your Doja Cat shirt. Yeah. And this was the one group of people that didn't react in a way that everyone else prior had been like, oh, you hate Doja Cat? Yeah. They didn't say anything about it. Because they understand. Right. So I'm looking at them and then um, I look at the guy and I'm like, hey, did you go to the concert? Because 
obviously you're wearing the merch. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, we're Dochi's dancers. And <laughs> the way I like, Ooh-wee. and I don't think I fangirled, but no. I was just very excited to yeah. meet them because obviously dance is such a big part of my life. And obviously we all had the same reaction about those we dancers. Like, oh, we we're like, oh my gosh, you guys killed it. So we're just like kind of gassing them up. Then he points to this guy behind him. He's like, he's the choreographer. And I kind of like, we did were a, like applauding yeah, him. Like, we were like, that was fantastic what you did. I was like, I wish my body could move like that. They were doing this like a little wine thing and thing. I was like Ooh. let me learn that and it's over for y'all but I was just kind of like praising them and then one of the guys was like um are you going to the show tomorrow so there was a jingle ball show that was happening right. the next day with a bunch of performers and Dochi was one of them and I was like no you know I got to go back to work I was like funny enough I was supposed to interview Dochi I work for the radio station mm-hmm. um but I was like you know she's from here she has family in town that's what I was told so it just didn't happen but it's okay and the guy's like, oh, that's cool. And shout out to them for not being like, Dochi's right there. Yeah. Because. Guys, spoiler alert. Dochi was right Dochi there. Dochi was right behind me in line for Iron Guazi. And I walked right past her. The The same girl that five minutes ago I was saying is gorgeous. I walked right past her. None of us in our party of five had any idea that she was right there. No, because she had like a baseball cap on. She had a jacket super on. super low profile. She's very short. Yeah. Oh she my gosh. So she was like. Shoulder height to me. And, and it was, as I referenced over the weekend, I was like, I am a five, whatever, average male. You I could think say I'll it. fit. <laughs> you could say you're 5'10. Right, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> so it was so interesting because when we walked up initially and I saw all the Dochi sweaters, um, there was a ton of girls there too. Yeah. And, but I was like, those aren't Doja's dancers because I remembered what mm-hmm. Doja's dancers look like. So um, when the guy said we're Doji's dancers, I was like, oh, I wonder who the girls are. But I was like, let me just not and get into this whole conversation because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're about to get on the ride. So they let us skip in front anyway because they all wanted to ride together. So um, that's when you pass Doji. Mm-hmm. So I go to sit down on the ride, and um, this is a ride that doesn't have an over the shoulder. Uh, seatbelt but but goes upside down but goes upside down so it's just going to be around your waist so it has a seatbelt and then a thing that pushes down so I noticed one of the dancers starts recording me and the thing about me is I live in my head I get Mm -hmm. very uncomfortable and I wasn't sure why he was recording me and before I could really figure that out and like look up the guy that did the ride pushed my thing down so hard I like low-key couldn't breathe and got distracted and I got very distracted and I was like oh I can't breathe and then everybody around us like friend wise was like do you want him to open it and then I thought about the fact that we're about to go upside down and do a 91 like, foot nope, drop I'm good and I was like actually no I'd like to stay nice and safe but we heard this girl say have a nice ride and wave and wave and I guess Kyler my friend said thank you and I didn't look up because mm-hmm. I one was focused on my stomach being like in the seat. Yeah. And then I was too fo- kind of focused on why the guy was still recording me. Right. And little Hindsight. did I know he was recording me because he was waiting for that aha moment where I realized, Oh snap, Dochi's right, right there. And I could have said hi to her. <laughs> so I was so bummed after, but mm-hmm. at the same time I was talking to my mom about it and everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I like, probably would have tongue-tied myself and been like very confused talking to her, even though my job is to talk to people. But just because that scene, that like scene would have been completely different. But I was stuck in my head for a little bit because I was like, oh my gosh, did I disrespect her? And I was like, no, I said she was good. I just focused on the dancers. And I was like in my head and you were trying to calm me down. But um, then I realized I put two and two together and was like, oh, he was recording me because of this. Right. Not just because he was going to like blast me on TikTok or something, you know? So it was a it was a crazy experience. It was so funny because um, with those pictures, they show them on 
online on the phone. Yeah, you get like a locked, like watermarked view of yeah. the photo. Yeah, so his sister Alana was looking at um, all the pictures, and then he goes, she goes, oh, it's Dochi. Yep, sure enough, lines up exactly with her Instagram uh, story, same outfit and everything. Crazy. So, yeah, and that just goes to show, because obviously the ever-going question is, how do famous people operate in society? Mm-hmm. And what they do is they surround themselves with a bunch of their closest friends and they wear low profile clothing. Yeah. And, and that's it's how they smart do it. though. Cause it's funny enough that you said that as we were walking into the park, because we were thinking about, you know, what if Doja Cat came here? Didn't even think about like, yeah. what if Doji came the person here? Cause from she's from Tampa. here. Um, but we're like, how do, how do uh, famous people navigate like real life, you know, like go to the movies, do this, do that. Like it must they be just hide in plain sight. You no, know, Doji was just living her best life. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, bow down to Amazing. you ma'am so that was super awesome and i couldn't have asked for a better friends and boyfriend to go to a show with and a better experience but one thing i loved the most about our tampa experience this time was that you've never been to bush gardens exactly and so we ended up the day after the show we went to bush gardens and how was your experience like what what did you expect because we watched videos yeah, of yeah. the roller coasters so Everyone had been building it up because, I mean, ideally, it's kind of the roller coaster capital of Florida. Of Florida, yeah. I think it's surpassed pretty much every other park that we have in the state of Florida. And I'm a roller coaster fanatic. So already you got my interest. Uh, From there, I don't know. I had a lot of expectations because everyone was building it up so, so high. And... No pun intended, because the roller coasters are high. Very high. But um, I had a blast. I was terrified for the most part. Um, the Shikra ride is kind of... That's what we kicked it off with, right? With yeah, Shikra. that was the first one we did. And that ride's no joke, even though it looks kind of short. And it is for the most part. But the there's two huge drops where you're pretty much going straight down. Mm-hmm. And that is a weird feeling to have in your little tummy. And it's cool because most rides are either two or four people long. That's and this eight. one was like a stadium seating oh style. Like all of us are going down at once. It was yeah, crazy. It was awesome. Um, that was one of my favorites. Uh, we got to ride a good amount. I would say my biggest regret or like my wish list is we didn't get to do Cheetah Hunt. I know. I've never done that one in yeah. general. And I've been to Bush Gardens on and off since I was younger as well. But since they added that ride, I've never ridden it. And it looks so insane. And it's funny because we saw it from one angle and I was like, they said it's so fast. Like that looks slow. And then when we got to the other side of the park and we saw it like zoom up, we were like, oh, that's fast. Yeah. That is very fast. It was very cool. So that's on our list for next time we go. Mm -hmm. We bookmarked it. For Um, sure. Um, Tigris. That, okay. (laughs) Let's talk about that ride. You were... What word do you want to insert for scared? Um, I almost had a panic attack. Okay. You yeah. were almost have a panic attack. Almost have a panic attack. Well, I, I said insert for scared. So. I, I almost had a panic attack. You were almost had a panic attack. Oh my God. Got it. So anyways, Erica almost had a panic attack because I don't know why. Um, I saw the rat. Well, first Alana like tricked me out. Like, well, that doesn't sound right. She tripped me. <laughs> she didn't trick me out, guys. Interesting. Um, she tripped me up because she was like, this is the ride I almost fell out of. Oh, yeah. Who says that? Who says that? <laughs> this is the ride I almost fell out of. And I was like, what are you talking but about? But now I get what she was saying. Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, I think 
I was cool walking up to it. I was like, mm. oh, I see what they're trying to do. And I've rode King Dakar before at Six Flags. Which, in my opinion, is the craziest ride ever invented. Yeah, because with that ride, you basically, it's just a big loop. Mm-hmm. So you're going, you zoom up, you go over the arc, you kind of do a little spiral, you come down, ride's over. Right. It's one of the tallest roller coasters in the world, mm-hmm. and it rolls back. So if you do not make it over the hill- You're going back to you're start. You're going back to the start point, and then they're just like, we're going to keep trying until you make it. I don't know how the math works in that, because if I didn't make it up the first time, how am how I making I it up, up the, the second, second time? time? Yeah. But we went up, we didn't make it, of course. And and this is true that if you don't make it, you roll back. But if you do, you don't. The mm-hmm. cart before me fully made it the first time. Right. So I was like, oh, we're golden. No, nope. our cart was the one to roll back. So we rolled back on that one and then it shoots you back up and you do this whole thing. But it's so fast that you kind of get over it. But again, I went on that ride when I was like 15. Mm-hmm. I was a little fearless at 15. Free bird. It's been 15 years, I'm now 30. So I go to Tigris and I see that this one rolls back on purpose because it's giving you like momentum. Mm -hmm. It's a launch coaster is what it is. But some, whatever happens at the top of that ride was stressing me out and just hearing because they they pass back through where you get on the ride. So you go forward to start and then you hear, ah, and then you roll backwards and you hear, ah. That one's loud though. And then you go forward from the backwards all the way to the top and do an inversion and you hear ah. like and, and of course the oh people before us were my. little these little girls. Yeah. So like ah. it was bad. And I was like no, I'm going to die. So then when you reach the top of this ride, you do at the apex of I you could see a lot of the park from where mm-hmm. we were and then they decide to throw an inversion. That goes very slow. So you're hanging upside down at one of the tallest points in the entire park for multiple seconds. And then you roll back into another circle. And then that brings you back to the beginning point. And that's the whole ride right there. It's one cart at a time. That's all you can do because it's one track. Mm -hmm. And it's insane. And I think everyone should try it at least once because... That's a feeling I've never received on a roller coaster before, and I don't think I'll ever get again. I forget what it's called. My boss told me earlier today that the inversion is called something specific, and I can't find it right now. On that particular ride? Yeah. And it was just, it was insane. It was insane to go on. And the thing with that ride is that it has an over the shoulder, but it's more like a go, uh, I always do this wrong. It's like a support. Go kart, like, yeah, that's that you fair. put on. Um, and then you have just like a little thing on your bottom, but you almost during the inversion were kind of on top Dog, of me. I was in your seat. I was like, hello, like straight up in your seat. This is not healthy. So I swung at that. And I told you, I was like, I'm glad you sat on your side. Cause you were kind of tucked in on the inversion. Yeah. I was, I was on top of you from my seat reaching over to yours. So that is, if you're into, I don't even know what I would say. Like if you're into insert blank, but if you're into that, go for it. It, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was. Right. But then when you think that, did you find it? No, you I can't keep find it. it. Mm-hmm. So the inversion is the craziest part on that ride. Then to bring it full circle, we decide to ride. This is the number one coaster in the United States and people are arguing the world. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Uh, everyone says it's the number one in the world. It's like the New York Times bestseller joke yeah. that we have. It's like every book is a New York Times bestseller. I was so confused when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Still confused to this day. I'm like, yeah. how are you all the bestseller? Right. So this ride is Iron Gwazi, like we were talking about before. 
and I now understand why Iron Gwazi is the number one coaster in the United States. To give you some background, so you never rode the original Gwazi. No, before when it was just Gwazi. It was just Gwazi. It was a fully wooden roller coaster. It messed you up a little bit Mm because it was very rickety. rickety. And the cool thing about this was that I don't know if you knew knew this. I'm not sure if I told you. But you um, versed another cart. I did not know that. Yes. So it was like, it was a tiger or something like a lion versus something else. And I can't forget what it was, but you guys roll out at the same time and oh, do the wow. whole thing. Super awesome, super fun. But it's it's a lot on your body because yeah, it's a, ho- a whole wooden roller coaster. So they decided to like refurbish it, renovate it, mm-hmm. and they added, what is it, steel tracks to it? Iron. Iron, steel, iron, quasi tracks. Yeah, um, now so the theme is like crocodile, alligator, croco- crocodile, yeah, cro- yeah crocodile. <laughs> um, but you, it's only one card at a time. Mm-hmm. You don't verse like anybody, no. but you don't need to you verse anybody because you wouldn't notice them. Do you have stats of like the difference? I do. So the peak of this ride is 206 feet. And that is your initial climb from said start point. You go straight up Oof. to 206 feet in the sky. That plunges into a 91 degree drop. I don't know math heads out there, but 90 degrees is straight down and this adds a degree. It's not okay. When I tell you, I think, I mean, I don't think I blacked out because- I think I did. Because I remember a a lot of the ride, but I was was screaming the entire time. And you scared me. Oh, because I put my arms up. Your arms are up. I was, dude- I was going nuts and I felt I was actually cheering on and I was telling you guys this. I was cheering on because there was a kid in front of me that was like eight and it was his first time on this ride ever. And apparently this kid's been on like all the major roller coasters in the United States. So kudos to him because that is something I definitely wouldn't have done at that age. It took me a while to get into coasters, but that kid gets to go home and tell all his friends that he rode the number one coaster in the world. I feel like he can conquer the world. Mm -hmm. And so my experience on this was like, so on the way up, I was like, oh, this is like a, quite a climb. And then halfway up the climb, I got into my head again about the whole doji mm-hmm. situation. So I literally was like, forgot we were on a roller coaster for two seconds. I so forgot. And then I was like, wait, okay, we're about to fall. So then we go to do the drop. And after the drop happens, which is insane, not that I blacked out, but mm-hmm. like everything happened so fast. Oh my gosh. That when the ride ended, we were all like, what just, what just happened? happened but it was so incredible and it was a great way to like end our night yeah but i was scared because you were like three rows ahead of me and you have obviously you're cheering on the kid and you have your hands up the whole time i'm like if this man loses an arm <laughs> i'm gonna go crazy and little did you know that they actually a couple months to about a year ago took off an extra beam from that ride because somebody hit their arm that's crazy and i'm so glad you did it yep i made it out Thank you. You're welcome. I was so nervous. Yeah. Well, I could tell. Mm. Oh, well, sorry. Mm. Anyways, I had a great time. It was fantastic. I definitely want to go back. Um, I can see why two of my friends fell in love there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Mike and Lorellis. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. Obviously, they didn't fall in love because of Bush Gardens, but they wouldn't have met if they didn't both work at Bush Gardens before I put too much of their info out there. <laughs> um, but love's in the air, I guess, at Yay! Bush Gardens. So. They just made five years. Happy fifth yeah, year anniversary. Yeah, congratulations. Okay, so. <laughs> amazing. I had an amazing time. That's Good, all I'm I want glad. everyone to know. And I want 
everyone to go to Busch Gardens because if you like roller coasters, that is the place to go. Um, prior, we talked about this in another episode with Hagrid and Velocicoaster being kind of our top two and Pipeline being three. I think, oh man, I really hate to do Hagrid dirty, but he's still top five for mm-hmm. me. But I think the majority of the ones, Iron Gwazi's number one, Velocicoaster is two for me, and I think Tigris is up there. <sighs> Hagrid, then Tigris for me, then Pipeline at five for originality. I can't rate them right now. That's where I'm at. Having anxiety. Again. <laughs> Thinking about, I was stressed. My heart was upheld. We spent more the day upside down we than did. we did right side up. So That's wild. Insane. Okay, so there was a movie that came out and over- this is also wild. Yes, over the holiday weekend. And it was like a comedy horror. I, we, don't, we weren't really sure because we left watching the Marvels movie and we saw the poster for it. And that's one of my favorite things to do is that little walk to the exit and see all the stuff that's coming out. Yeah. And this one caught my eye because I'm like, uh, what is this about? And the movie's called Thanksgiving. So you're like, oh, <laughs> hold up, why? Because there's no like Thanksgiving movie. Exactly. There's a, there's a ton of Christmas movies, which coincidentally we're going to talk about, but there's nothing Thanksgiving wise. But this movie, the uh, poster for it just has a man with an axe. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, what is this about? Well, come to find out, this movie is about an axe wielding maniac that terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts. And it's after a Black Friday riot ends in a tragedy. Ooh. So I think it's kind of modern. We haven't seen trailers, nothing for this. I had. Okay, you have? Yeah. Okay, thoughts? Oh, um, it looked amazing, but at the same time, it looked like I could watch it on a streaming service. Like Paramount Plus. I did not want to spend my money. I didn't mean to disrespect Paramount yeah, Plus. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't come for us. Um, I didn't want to spend my money at the theaters watching it. Okay. Because I also was like, it could be corny. So like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. So and I was also like, no disrespect to Five Nights at Freddy's. That's such a good movie. <laughs> um, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to watch something that I could have saved, what, 13 bucks mm-hmm. on. But at the same time, it did look interesting because okay. everybody, it's a guy in a mask that everyone has. So yeah. you don't know who it is, obviously. Oh, that's cool. And it's like a pilgrim isk isk ish esk mask. <laughs> so it looks really interesting. I'd be down to watch it with you. Yeah, I, I'll check it out. I mean, it's it's being pitched as a comedy horror, so I love laughing. Hopefully that carries <laughs> me through the scary parts. And you said it got like a high score on. Yeah, it's 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the fan vote is in the 90s. So that's like, crazy. The people watching it are loving it. So kudos to them. They made a funny, I guess, Thanksgiving movie. I love a surprise out of nowhere movie. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, that looks stupid. And then it's like one of the best movies. So that's probably it for this year. Probably. But there's always those movies that come around once a year. Mm-hmm. And it's the Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm, there's like 70 to 80 of them. Million. Million. There's so many. I I think they start filming them in like January through March. Okay. Then do like the little edit and then they're all ready to go. Oh yeah. They come with new ones every year, but my favorite my favorite thing is it's the same movie. Oh, 100%. With different actors, different actresses, different children, just naming things, I guess. They compared and, all the posters, and even the posters look exactly the same. They just swap out, and then obviously the story is the same. So funny enough, this thing went viral on TikTok where this guy is asking if they're these two girls are going to like this Merry Christmas bash. I'm okay. gonna say that's not what he said though. And then this other guy makes fun of how he says it. So I'm gonna play the clip for you. Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's uh, quite it's quite comical. 
Hold on one second. If you two were coming to the Green Pine Grove Town Square Christmas Eve Festival of Lights Christmas Tree Decorating Contest finalist gala tonight. Hey, I just wanted to know if you were coming to the Twinkle Twinkle Jingle Jangle Merry Christmas Snowflake Winter Pinecone Fuzzy Mitten Decorating Dance Dance Revolution Hash Slinging Mash Flinging Crash Thinging Cook Off Socking Stuff for Naughty Santa Wet T-Shirt Contest Charity Fundraiser for Orphans and Single Tax Evaders Pre Diabetic Sweet Ugly Sweater Eggnog Sip and Spore Ray tonight. <laughs> the what at the end what um i don't know why the name of that soiree was so long but it was so funny and then the that's guy ridiculous. just like made a funny thing about it but that's how they all are yeah the acting oh my gosh i understand why they're addicting because some of them are really bad mm -hmm. but it's so funny to see some of these scenes play out because man okay now i have a question for you do you think these people are taking it serious like they're act like they're acting acting or do they know it's a Hallmark movie act cheesy? Uh, I'm gonna say half and half because okay. I feel like some of the really good actors know like uh, this is just a Hallmark movie, yeah. but some of the other ones are like this is my time to shine. It, but yeah, because it gets way too serious mm -hmm. when the girl and I'm gonna kind of do a reenactment. I've never seen this movie. This is purely my imagination. But she's like, no, Janice, I didn't <laughs> think that was very nice of you this year. Okay. And she's so serious, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I just, I don't know what happens in that movie, but Janice obviously did something wrong. And I also don't know why Janice came in. I love the name Janice. Okay, cool. So then, uh, I don't know why, that was rude. <laughs> I see what you're talking about. What? I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. I just brushed it off. I didn't, I don't mean to do that, though. Yeah. No, I did it to you. Heard. Cool. Uh, do you want to act out a... Uh, no. This is on I... the fly. We just made this up. This was not on our blueprint for today. Why didn't you put up the Christmas tree the way I wanted you to put it up? Wow, Hermione Granger. <laughs> wow. Harry. Mine's like a little British Hallmark movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry for not knowing that. Hermione's the main character. Okay. But Harry and Ron are not in it. Oh. Because they can't be. It's, <laughs> it's a very ginger Christmas. <laughs> but then Ron would be in it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so you were looking at some of the top 10 Hallmark movie titles that are just kind of outrageous. outrageous and we've got some good ones for you guys today all right i want you to start start it off okay i will so the first one i got for you guys is the night before the night before christmas why <laughs> well so what is, all right time out the night before christmas is christmas eve so the night and then the night before that i christmas notorious eve, eve. yes i always refer to it as christmas eve eve which i think would have been a better title Christmas Eve Eve. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. the night before the night before Christmas. I mean, it is an attention grabber, though. That's the night before the night before Christmas. All through the house. Not a person was watching. My favorite part of <laughs> this list that we found is they said, we're still holding out for a sequel titled The Night Before the Night Before the Night Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that movie. Oh. And Janice is going to be in it. Yes, Janet And Hermione? And Hermione, sure. Her, oh, you don't want her in it. That's okay. She All right, so mine is, it's very simple, but it's also like they couldn't figure out what to name it. Okay. Kind of like we did with one of our, what are those? Kind of like we did. When I sing, sometimes it comes out better. Okay. With one of our, our episodes. Jeez. Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. Very nice. It's just, it has to rhyme. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's about. I guess somebody. Oh, makes... I know what it's about. Oh, you do? Yeah. So the child uh, is going to make a Christmas wish for a new dad <gasps> because his dad passed away. And the mom is going to meet said new dad in the movie, but then curve him halfway because he messed up. But then at the end, he's going to bring the child something and then there's going to be a mistletoe and they'll kiss under it. And that's how he gets his Christmas wish and she gets her mistletoe kiss question answer did you read that or did you make it up i made all of that up in my head just now that was Thank wonderful that's it my, had like a I, beginning middle and end of what it is and that's me kind of just sticking to the harm the hallmark we're messing up a lot today yeah the hallmark i should get hall right it's in my name <laughs> it's in my name um formula the formula <laughs> the formulae <laughs> um so the second one that i have i don't know why this has never been a movie before this one, but it's Battle of the Bulbs. Battle of the Bulbs? Yeah. Like lights. a light bulb. <laughs> and I feel like that happens every year. There's people battle over who's got the better bulb. I would watch that. Battle of the Bulbs, 2010. It's mine, a full film. <laughs> mine is, it's Christmas, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to hold it in, but. It's a Christmas, Carol. <sighs> Do you have any like synopsis on that one? Um, it says, inspired, um, it's Christmas Eve is unrelated. No. Okay. Yeah, sorry about it. Well, it's fine. It looks not good. Yeah. But if you want to watch it, it's on the Hallmark channel. Oh, you see, it's that word. Hallmark. Yeah, we can't do that. Um, I feel like I might be taking... No, 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 no. I got this last one. So my last one for me is a Christmas cookie catastrophe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that. That... I... Hmm. Can I take a guess of what this movie's about? Go ahead. I did not read anything about it. So, a Christmas cookie catastrophe. Christmas cookie day. All right. So, someone lost their recipe. Okay. The recipe was either stolen or it was lost in a in a move mm. into a new mm, town. Yeah. Um. And the mom or the aunt is a baker. And she has to bake all these cookies for this event that's going to be happening the in the festival, movie. Yeah. Yeah, the festival, yeah. The festival. The soiree, and, if Exactly. You will. <laughs> and they lost the recipe. But there's another family that's been doing it. And they either stole the recipe to make theirs better. Or they're like, we're just going to do it because you don't have your recipe. Ah. But then at the end of the movie, they found out that... Uh, they're someone owned up to oh. oh that's good too that someone owned up to uh stealing the recipe and then they give it back in the name of christmas spirit i like that but i like my ending better so okay. they go and say like i can't believe you stole my mom's recipe oh, and she's like what do you mean mom. it's my mom's recipe and then it's like the whole parent trap boom, 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 boom. I like that. and then it's a happy family and then they make the cookies together okay should we be like writers i mean i can i can come up with a full hallmark Oh my gosh. I know that's right. I could come up with the movie. My last one is called Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. (laughs) I mean, you don't know what could happen. That's all. That's all you got. (laughs) Okay. I love the way you make up these synopsis. So you want me to come up with another one? So Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Okay. So Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. So this man was a felon. Ooh. And he has um he has some tattoos underneath that are offensive. Okay. But as part of his uh work release, 
because he's on parole, he has to do Christmas festivals, but because he's working for them, they're like, here's your uniform. And he's wearing a Christmas sweater. sweater. Okay. So now that he's wearing the sweater, he meets this lady who is new in town. <laughs> you see a, th- a trend here? Yeah. They're always new in town. So, and then she takes a liking to him and she's like, oh my God, wow. Can we like go out sometime? But he can't go anywhere because he he's is stuck a on the work release. Right. So then she ends up kissing him <gasps> and he's like, I have something to tell you. I... I'm, I'm on work felon. release. I'm a felon. And then she's like, I should have never, never kissed, kissed a man, man in a Christmas, Christmas sweater. sweater. And she says the title. Is that it? That's what I got. And then she tells all her girlies. Mm-hmm. You would never believe what happened, Janice. <laughs> Janice, <laughs> if you never leave with believe. one thing, it's this. Never, never kiss, kiss a man, man in a Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel. Never kiss a man in a Santa outfit. Ooh. They're oh. usually felons for real. <laughs> terrible oh my gosh okay well didn't you say you had a hallmark video you wanted to talk about um no i thought it was the hmm hmm no i think it was just the titles okay yeah but they are popping up kind of more and more now because of the time of the year so if we do happen to find one i will bring it up next episode i can't wait we can talk about it some more i feel like we should do a series on tiktok where we pull oh let's watch them and rank them okay we could do that okay we'll we'll start that that'll be fun we just have to commit yeah that's tough because that means i have to sit through it and critique it like seriously and i will be making fun of it (laughs) through the whole duration of the movie or coming up with my own movie while it's playing out like "Mm, i think you could have did that better i would have done this (laughs) i would have taken this direction oh why do i turn into kermit (laughs) when i I would have taken this direction Mine sounds weird. Um, So Song of the Week. Yeah. Uh, Song of the Week, if you are new to the show, it is when we pick a song that is our favorite song of said week or just in general. And we sing it a little bit because we cannot play songs on here because copyright reasons. And we tell you why we chose it. And hopefully either you've never heard it before, it's nostalgic to you. Yeah, nostalgic. Or, you know. Something like that. So. Do you want to go first? Yeah, mine's very simple, and I'm only going to do like a quick snippet of it, and I'll explain to you why I picked it. Fair enough. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Dasher and dancer and pop. Now the jingle. Turns out, I don't know the words. We can can run it back if you want to, like a a lyric sheet. Do you know it? Uh, no, but I can look it up for you. I just feel like I would have been a little bit better at making up lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I just lowered it on times. Okay, hold on. And if it makes you feel better, I will sing it with you now that I have lyrics pulled up. Okay, well, let's start at... A jingle bell. Let's start at jingle The first bell. word. Yeah, you ready? Okay. Jingle, jingle bell, bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring, snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. You messed up. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells rock. Jingle bells chime in jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. Square. In the frosty air. Okay, that's my song because okay, thanks. I mean, yes. Okay. Because we watched Elf like two days ago, yeah. 
and that song plays that. in there. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I'm in the Christmas mood. I'm very excited. So that's my song. That's it. I feel like I should pivot now because I chose a real song. <laughs> I mean, that's a real song. <laughs> wow, though. the disrespect. Uh, okay, I guess I'm singing. Ready? Let's go. Can you roll down a window? I just want to feel the wind blow. Oh, is that? In my face. Because these moments come <laughs> one blank at a time. That's why I never want to close my eyes. Is the blank a curse word? No. Oh. You said blink? I said blink. Oh. Like, oh, wow. I was really about to reenact that on the mic. <laughs> blinking. If you guys can hear that, it's my eyelashes. Do you know who that's by? Jesus. That is by Miguel. Miguel? That is the Thrill by Miguel interesting mm-hmm. why did you choose that one because we went to a thrill park and i had a thrill at the concert so <laughs> it felt right for me to sing the thrill oh no nah. i mean i'm proud of you it. it sounded good I, it. I thought you were gonna do that that 5 p.m traffic oh, song yeah. well you know what two songs this week guys. all right all right so i recently found a song called uh five o'clock by tizo touchdown and it's fairly new but i think all of you deserve to hear it in some form of fashion so he builds up from 8 a.m all the way to 5 p.m and then there's a beat switch and he says uh that's right y'all y'all know what time it is it's five (laughs) o'clock tighten up your seatbelt put them phones down and turn your radios up and then it goes a b a ba a b a ba bob's gone bob top's gone drop a b a ba it's a traffic jam (laughs) which traffic jams happen at what time five o'clock so it makes perfect sense oh what a great song stopped in here guys i'm just gonna play it i'm gonna get you can't what is it like seven seconds you can play there you go. Okay, okay. And I think I did pretty good. You a did bee, very good. A bah, it's a traffic jam. So now his goal is to play that every time it's around five o'clock. Yeah, I have a couple songs I do like that. Like 9 a.m. in Dallas by Drake, I play at 9 a.m. every day. And then uh, five o'clock in the morning by T Pain, I wake up just to five play that. Five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so okay. Bad. So, <laughs> speaking of playing stuff, let's play some games. We're going to play uh, Would You Rather today. I'm going to start. Uh, you have to say which one you'd pick and why. Okay, deal. So would you rather only communicate with pencil and paper for the rest of your life or only be able to yell what you say? Pencil and paper. For the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. You can't get tone across that way. Uh, yeah, I you guess can. you can't when you yell either. Exclamation point. That's true. Okay. Or a bold. Yeah. Or I could like, I could scribble. And be like, Anger. really, like <laughs> jarred writing and be like, oh, yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> um, would I, in the event that we advance as a society, would I be able to use a computer? No. So I can't be like, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, Stephen Hawking? Yes. No. Where, can I do it? No. Please? Yeah. Uh, where I would be like, um, I'm, I'm trying to get in the position <laughs> in the chair right, <laughs> where I lean back. I'd be like, would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather play a game with me? Is that terrible? All right. So what's your... (laughs) My next question for you tonight is... I'm also typing. That's terrible. Um, Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years? I almost picked that one. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would just say 10 minutes. Okay. 
150 years. You just want to know what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah, like I hate asking. I feel like we're always back and forth. Like, what are we eating? I don't You're like, know. Oh, I don't now know. I know. Let's go back and talk. Yeah, and then I can prep better. Oh, you'll push me in that direction. <laughs> you'll be yeah. like, oh, go this way. I feel like we want to eat. <laughs> um, yeah, if I would have picked 150 years on that one, I would have felt like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar, which is one of the greatest movies ever made, um, where he's like, Murph, no, don't do that. Yeah. Because he's looking back in time and that's way too stressful. Yeah. So 10 minutes I'm good with. My anxiety could never. Yeah. Murph. Okay, so listen to this because I had to read it three times before okay. I really understood what I said. So would you rather fight a horse-sized duck <laughs> or a hundred duck-sized horses? Um, a horse-sized duck. Yeah? Yeah, I think I could, I think I could wrangle it. We're also not talking about like rubber ducky or the one. We're talking about like a, <laughs> I didn't picture like that, a big but now duck. I You're picturing like quack. Like, yeah, I will mess you up. Like in a pond and then yeah. out of the pond. But it's a horse the size, size of a horse. Yeah, I think. I think. Instead of the little, little horses. A hundred of them. <laughs> They'd run up on you. They would. Like an ant colony, but bigger. Um, okay, so this kind of goes with our theming. But would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies? Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay. Horror movies scare me too much. Yeah. So at least I'll like be able to sleep peacefully at night. And if I have a dream about said movie, it's just like somebody falling in love oh, or something. Oh, Janice. Not again. Janice. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <gasps> Janice. <Ew. laughs> As you breathing at me because it was a nightmare. <laughs> okay. So would you rather never get another present in your life, but always pick the perfect present for everyone else? This is going to test your character. Oh, man. Or keep getting presents, but giving terrible ones to everyone else. Oh. Uh, the first one, you never get one? You'll never get a present again, but you always give somebody the perfect gift. Yeah, we'll do that. Because it'll come around. You really? might not get like a gift in a box. But, but like in life? Like a, yeah. Like, like good karma? It'll pay dividends. Okay. Oh, period. Yeah. Well, yeah, that seems right. I feel like you're upset about that answer. I just... I. I love giving gifts, yeah. but I like receiving. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the whole part of gifts. Yeah, it's a gift. giving you shall receive. Um, and I have a story behind this third one. Oh, yikes. Would you rather be forced to ride Falcon's Fury or Serengeti Flyers at Bush Gardens? Mm. Mm. <laughs> you have to answer. I'm I sorry. know, I'm doing a lot of breathing. Mm -hmm. I would say... Oof. I would, mm, uh, I would say Falcon's Fury. Jeremy, she said it. She no. said Falcon's Fury. She said Falcon's Fury. So Falcon's Fury is terrifying. Fury. Yeah, I said Fury. <laughs> Do you want me to say it faster? You said Furry. Falcon's Fury. <laughs> Falcon's Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> I'm furious. Okay, go. Um, that ride's terrifying. You don't know. You haven't been on it. And Jeremy wanted to do it so bad. You have not been on it. So this is the thing is that our friend Jeremy went to the park with us and he has an annual pass there. Yes. So he does this. I've been on Falcon's Fury at night. And you didn't like it. And I didn't like it. No, I didn't. And why didn't you like it? Because it was scary. And why is it scary? Because it's scary. What does it do? It drops you down. From how high? High. Like 400 and something yeah, feet. Right. And I'm you're also facing that. the ground. But the thing is, he was coming for me like... No, you have to ride it. I'm like, I have though. Don't come for me because I've ridden it before. Yeah, I've never. He should have came for you guys so much more. Yeah. Well, pause. <laughs> hey, yo. We should just end it right there. 
Wow. I'm not I'm not riding Falcon's Fury. Um And that is this week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, wow, what an ending. Holy cow. You're the holy trend. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at The Weekly Drop. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Drop Pod. That's P-O-D. We'll be back next week. Hopefully we can speak better. I had fun today. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us. Same way I had fun this weekend. Yes. And who knows what will happen next weekend. (laughs) Joy. And fondness. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)